Hi there. I'm Keith Pilly, your art pal. Welcome back as we continue our season two exploration of architecture by looking at some buildings in downtown Minneapolis. So far, we have looked at buildings that are pretty high profile, at least locally. In this episode, I'd like to change it up some. We are going to focus on a building or really a collection of buildings that aren't super well known or even very great as buildings, in my opinion but which make pretty interesting case studies in poking harder at the semiotic stuff I was going on about last time in the Guthrie Theater episode. So, the buildings in question here are the four structures that make up the downtown Minneapolis campus of the University of St. Thomas. These buildings are called Terrence Murphy Hall from 1992, Opus Hall from 1999, Schultz Hall from 2005, and the very creatively named University of St. Thomas School of Law Building from 2003. The tightest focus will be on Terrence Murphy Hall, which can be found at 1000 LaSalle Avenue and its conjoined sibling Schultz Hall. Three of these four are just credited to the architecture department of the Opus Construction Company, while the law school was designed by the Boston firm Bullfinch, Richardson, and Abbott. And I guess I should do some full disclosure here. Not only is my graduate degree from St. Thomas, although that all happened on their St. Paul campus, I also worked in Terrence Murphy Hall for a few years. I don't think that colors any of the stuff I have to say here, but it seems like the kind of thing I should acknowledge up front. Like I said, I don't think these are great buildings. But, like the Guthrie Theater, they have pretty active semiotic programs going on with their design and appearance, Things that are intentionally there to communicate some very specific things. And if we look at that, this can help us illuminate the wider way that buildings communicate with us. So let's take a second and focus just on the appearance of Terrence Murphy Hall, especially the visual elements that it shares with its fellow buildings on campus. All of them are covered in yellowish Casota sandstone with dark slate roofs that are steeply pitched to a high point. This distinctive roof allows Murphy Hall, like its littermates, to include several high-pointed gables that jut up out of the squared-off profile of the end of the building. The exterior walls are dominated by bands of windows, which are interrupted by what look like structural buttresses, but are clearly really just ornamental bumps. When text appears on the buildings, over the doors for instance, or on signs outside, It's in this very outdated medieval-looking typeface. And at the corner of 10th Street and LaSalle Avenue, Murphy Hall pokes up into a very squat little tower. Now, most of these elements, this steep slate roof with high gables, the fake buttresses, the medieval lettering, and the tower, are all elements of a particular architectural style, Gothic. The only Gothic element missing here is the pointed arch, which for some reason is in short supply in the Minneapolis St. Thomas buildings, but which is just all over their stuff in St. Paul. Anyway, these buildings are draped all over the place with Gothic signifiers, and broadly speaking, Gothic architecture is particularly associated with two things. Churches, especially traditional Catholic ones, and schools. There's even a really common subvariant of Gothic called Collegiate Gothic. And the University of St. Thomas happens to be a Catholic university. Go figure, they're plugging into all kinds of identity objects. Of course, Terrence Murphy Hall and its littermates aren't straight up Gothic buildings, 
For one thing, they've got all those windows. Schultz Hall and the School of Law both have protruding all-glass curved window walls even, which are very much not gothic. That's something else, something much more futuristic. The Gothic style, in its purest form, was driven by construction technique. You needed these heavy walls and buttresses and small windows to make a large building stable with the materials and construction techniques of the past. These buildings were all built in the late 20th or very early 21st century, though, and have skeletons of steel beams and concrete with all of the casota stone and slate and other elements added for appearance. They could look like anything, as the banks of windows quietly attest. They might be draped in stuff that looks centuries old, but then you've got all this glass visible in a way that's only possible with very modern buildings. This ability to look like anything while borrowing elements from older styles should sound familiar. It's yet another example of the postmodern architectural style we keep talking about. That's what these buildings actually are, postmodern buildings that are in gothic drag. Like the Guthrie, they're playing kind of a double semiotic game. The Gothic elements tell you, or your brain, subliminally, that this is a very dignified, traditional place associated with both schools and churches. Very much the look for a Catholic university. But at the same time, all the glass tells you that this is a modern, futuristic place. We might be traditional, but we're also hip and with it. Can't you see the lights from all the electronic signage on the inside leaking out through the windows? There are also some really freaky frescoes inside the atrium of Terrence Murphy Hall. That's outside the scope of this show, but you should pop in and check them out, or do an image search for St. Thomas Minneapolis frescoes. They're really something. Thank you for listening to ArtPal. You can catch show updates, images, and more at ArtPalPod on both Twitter and Instagram. Also, keep an eye out for an upcoming newsletter. If you liked the show, please leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform, or just tell a friend. And of course, check out the rest of the season. There's plenty more art and architecture to talk about. Thanks. Thanks.